Welcome to the Gains Therapy Express podcast, where Bob hosts a daily episode show where he talks about business, fitness, physical therapy, and everything else that documents his journey of building Gains Therapy. Welcome back to another episode of Gains Therapy Express. Today, we are going to talk about this new book that I'm reading. Um... It's called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, but this book itself is pretty much a classic. Um, it's one of like, I, I would say like the the forefronts of the self-help books. Um, most people that are in the self-development industry know of this book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It was, it was wrote, it was written in like the 19... 19- early 1930s, 1940s, where Napoleon Hill was contracted by Andrew Carnegie um, to go and find the richest people during the time and interview them on successful traits. Napoleon Hill went to interview these people and then compiled all the common threads and put it into this book to give back to Andrew Carnegie. And hence, it became this book, Think and Grow Rich. And everybody, every entrepreneur um, that reads self-help books that are in personal development mention some aspect within this book, Think and Grow Rich. Now, I'm surprised myself that I haven't read it. Um, One, because this when I was first introduced to this book, it was pretty much free online. If you Google Dink and Grow Rich PDF, it'll pop up. It's It's been that long since um, it's been printed, so it's free online. Anybody can access it. But at the same time, I was like, oh, it's free. I don't need to buy the book now. Um, so I downloaded it. It's in my It was in my desktop for the past few years. And I never bothered to read it, even though it was so renowned, even though it was so uh, an important book recommended by so many business entrepreneurs, I never read it because it's free. And now I was like, I just read the Slate Edge. It talked about how we need to do the easy things, the simple, easy things that better, that aim at better developing your life, but also the things that are easy even though they're also not easy to do, which is reading 10 pages of a book aimed at developing your life. So right after I record this podcast, post this podcast, I'm going to read 10 pages, and I'm going to go to bed. Um, But I like to talk about it, just just this concept of we pay attention to things we pay for, and that's something that's mentioned in this book specifically, that things that are free, for example – all the great education we get when we're in elementary school, middle school, high school, um, most of the time it's free if you go to public school. And because it's free, we don't really take full advantage of that knowledge. That's that's especially true for me. When I was in high school, when I was in middle school, I was just cruising along. I was just going through the motions. I was like, yeah, I just got just to gotta graduate. I don't care about this. Yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, there was so much missed opportunities I could have gotten in those moments. Some of the greatest lessons that I learned for myself were in those days. And if I 
put myself out there more and and focused on the things like the education part, I think I would have learned so much more. But just because it was quote unquote free, I put less value onto it. So now that I actually paid the $8 for Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, got the hardcover, I am 80 something pages into the book. And like I said, I'm going to read another 10 pages. So I'm going to keep on going with this book. Because one, you pay to pay attention, which is mentioned in this book. Like things you assign value to, you actually pay attention to. I know it's, it sounds super simple. It sounds super obvious. But it's just the truth. Like things that are just offered free on the internet, things that are offered free anywhere. They're like, oh yeah, let me just take that, throw it away. But if you pay something like, I don't know, you pay $1,000 for a course or pay something, $1,000 for something, you're going to value it. You're going to cherish it, at least for like a few days, a few weeks, until it just becomes common to you um, then. But the first chapter in Thinking Grow Rich, so obviously 83 pages, I haven't really read that much of it. It is a 250-page book, but one of the first chapters in this book, Thinking Grow Rich, is probably the one of the most commonly quoted and taught principle by self-help personal development gurus or whatever. Um, so basically, the first chapter, the introduction, is always to have this desire. So basically, um, like the title says, Think and Grow Rich. So you think of something, think of something you want, Think of something that something, solidify it, like make it tangible, make it something that you can imagine, that you, you can hold, you can, you are actually in that situation, um, or, or whatever you want. Imagine yourself having that with you as the person thinking through it. Write that down. And because you thought about it, because you have that thought in your mind, the universe, your subconscious, whatever you want to call it, will help push you more forward along. Now, that sounds super like woohoo. That sounds super like, wow, what, what, just, you're just going to think and grow rich? <clears throat> and it sounds, yeah, I, I know, it sounds weird. Like um, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's always, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, an entrepreneur or motivational speaker, he always talks about how you got to put the work in. Like, you can't just think that you're going to do push-ups. You got to actually do the push-ups to actually build the muscle. And yes, that's correct. But in Think and Grow Rich, when you have that thing, when you imagine yourself in that situation, when you imagine yourself doing that thing, you write it down, you have it down. And then the step after that, after writing it down, is every morning and night, Reading that statement that you wrote down morning and night every day until you reach that goal. And and that, that makes more sense to me than just actually thinking and then becoming quote-unquote rich or quote-unquote successful, however you define it. Because if that's constantly in your mind. If you're constantly reminding yourself morning and night what you want and having that solid um, plan or solid goal there, you're much more likely – in your day to actually perform actions to reach the thing you're saying to yourself morning and night. You're not forgetting about it. You're not letting life, all the busy things in life, 
take over because you're constantly reminded of that one goal you have morning and night every day. So even if on Friday, let's say something happens, right? Um, let's say you got a flat tire, you need to fix everything. But at night, before you go to bed, you, you tell yourself that goal, you read it out loud, you imagine yourself in that situation, you're like, oh yes, even though I got a flat tire, even though I spent the whole rest of the day fixing my tire, going to the shop, I still have that goal. And then the next morning, maybe you had a poor night's sleep because you were thinking of other stuff with family, things like that. And that, that that's real. That, that's hard to deal with. But in the morning, you read that statement again. It's in your mind again. You're like, oh, yes, I need to aim for this. Then you do your day with the goal, with that in mind. And then you're constantly reminded day and night. Even, even if you're just thinking about it, since you're constantly reminded of it, your actions are going to be aimed to achieving that. And I think that's that's what I think this is getting at. That that's my perception of what I took away from Think and Grow Rich, the first chapter um, of that having that burning, passionate desire, and not letting the busyness of life overtake or diminish that desire. So what is my what is my desire? As I was reading this, and and I was wondering. Like I talked about, at the end of the day, I want to tap dance out of bed. Like Charlie Munger would always say, he he would always tap dance to work. He would always love going to work every day. He doesn't seem like it's work. And and that's what I want to do. I want to tap dance out of bed. Now, that's very vague, right? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen 10 years, 20 years. I could have a plan, but I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't know. Another pandemic could happen. A bean year might hit. Who knows? 10, 20 years from now, will be different. But I know at the end of the day, I want to be tap dancing out of bed, whatever that is. Um, and part of that comes with respecting myself and not regretting doing things, uh, doing things in my 20s or not doing things in my 20s. So that's where I'm at right now. I want to start my own business want to practice the way physical therapy I want to practice in a way that will make me tap dance out of bed in a way that I feel like it's right in a way that makes me fulfilled. And some people say that's greedy. It's greedy for myself, but I know it's something that I want. And again, that's something that I'll be saying to myself. I want to be tap dancing out of bed. And that's where I'm at now. Can I make this more narrower than just tap dancing on a bed? Of course, I can. So let's actually do it on this podcast right now. So tap dancing on a bed, that's my end goal, right? But if I were to make it more tangible, what would tap dancing out of bed for me look like? I would wake up. I would either walk to work in... Five, ten minutes, drive to work with no hassle parking, go treat um, patients, just a full schedule full of patients, one-on-one, the way I want to be, the way I want to treat patients, patients hopefully all getting better, Um, some patients I wouldn't be able to help, but I'll be able to guide them in the right direction. But majority of the patients I'll be able to help, finding enjoyment in that, 
while also having a supportive family, supporting a loving wife, um, and supporting my family. And that sounds like something very enjoyable to me, where, where I'll be happy tap dancing out of bed with that. Now again, can I be more specific? Absolutely. But right now, that's just a starting point. And every day as I think about it, morning and night, it'll be narrowed down, it'll be more solidified, and every day my actions will be aimed towards it. So I'll try that. Now, I don't want to make a, a commitment daily because I remember last time I made a I overachieved. Um, but I want to do something like this weekly. Like, what is my burning passion that I want to achieve? What is tap dancing out of bed look like to me every week? And I think that's part of, that's why I'm doing this podcast as well. What does tap dancing out of bed look for me every week? How is it constantly evolving? And what do I need to do in order to get to that position? So today overall, I mean, was was a good day. I'm going to go read the next 10 pages and uh, see where it leads me. All right. Thanks for listening. And I hope to hear from you or hope to, to see you listening next time on Gains Therapy Express.